When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, TMZ? How'd you find me, bro? I got my disguise on. What's up, man? TMZ Sports. Welcome to TMZ Sports. I'm Mike Babcock. Mojo will be uh, with us in just a few minutes. But first, we are in the uh, the thick of March Madness. Uh, the NBA playoffs less than a month away. And the New York Knicks are right there. They are playing some of the best basketball in the league. And, and that's why we are so fortunate to have this man right here. Uh, not just former NCAA champion, former number one overall uh, NBA draft pick, New York Knicks, or NBA star, New York Knicks legend, the man Larry Johnson. LJ, how are you, brother? I'm good, man. Thanks for having me on, guys. Of course. Now, Larry, I know you got some, uh, some doing some cool things with DirecTV. We're going to get to that in just a minute. But I, I can't talk to Larry Johnson without uh, talking to you about the New York Knicks, who right now sit in fifth place, Larry. But they had a nine-game winning streak recently. They just had another streak they had uh, going, and they are playing, at least as far as I am, I'm concerned, from what I see, some of the best basketball they played in a really long time. And Jalen Brunson leading the way, a uh, guy that I – and you tell me, Larry, you probably knew him as a kid, but obviously you were teammates with Jalen's dad Rick and now he is uh in my mind he's the most valuable guy in this team so I think a lot of people said this was a bad move and they gave him too much with 104 million dollars are you surprised at what Jalen has done with this team and where he's gotten them Larry not at all little Jay used to run around I call him nephew but yeah when Rick was on the team with Jay used to run around kept a basketball in his hand the same as the carries when I was with Charlotte and Dale would bring Steph and Seth around, kept basketball in their hand. And I'm not surprised. And it wasn't, I mean, I, I'm, I'm so lucky. I, I agree with you. I do believe Jalen is the best player on the team. or He's definitely the most valuable run in the team and getting people to their right spots. So I'm very happy with what we look like this year. You know, I, I'm looking at these power rankings and, and no, it doesn't mean anything, Larry, but just to see the Knicks talked about, um, I saw the Athletic wrote something. They said they were in, they had the contenders and then the Knicks were in that secondary group. And to think that the Knicks could be even thought of as possible title contenders, I mean, it, it's it's almost shocking. Can this team as currently constituted, could they win a, do they have enough to win a championship? Not necessarily this year, but could they win a championship? Or do you need to swap Julius Randle out with somebody who is a little bit of a bigger, a better star? What do you think, Larry? You know, I don't, I don't know. Definitely don't see uh, winning the championship this year. If I be honest, yeah. And I'm a big time Knicks fan. I, don't, I see him going far. I can definitely see him winning the first series. It depends yeah. on who we get. You know, we match up well with the Phillies. We match up well with maybe Milwaukee. Now Boston, not maybe not so. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm not scared of anybody in the East with this team, especially if we clicking on all cylinders and playing defense the way I know we can play defense. Uh, you can always use uh, another play. You know, you got another shooter. It's the NBA, so everybody can shoot the heck out the basketball. So I would love to see another uh dead eye drop down three point yeah. shooter go along with Jalen. So now, so I, yeah, I think we're right there. But it, uh, one more shooter, and I think we'll get we'll be on our way. I feel like a guy like you would really like Josh Hart. I, I really think that was a big move, bringing him in. 
he does everything. He's not scoring 30 points a night, sure, but no, he fits I, well. I feel like that's he your type well. of player. He's my type of player. Of course, you know, Thibodeau's type of player that not worrying about getting shots, but going to knock down shots when he get them, but yeah. he's going to be a dog on defense. So that's that New York mentality. So he fits well with that team. Yeah, I'm happy about that one, too. And then these two guys played together and won in college. So, you know, Jalen was very happy when they made that. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I thought, too, Larry, from the standpoint of it, it made it more like it was Jalen's team to let him have his college guy. And like like he is the guy uh, in New York now. Listen, let's keep Jalen happy for right. You know what I mean? Let's <laughs> yeah. keep him happy. Happy point guard, happy team. <laughs> Yeah. That's right. Now, uh, I got to talk to you about uh, the NCAA tournament. It is, it's been March Madness. It's, it's lived up to the name. Um, are, are you surprised? You know, you guys go in uh, in, in 90, number one seed, you win the whole thing. Not, not really a huge shock, but now it seems like the seeding doesn't mean anything. It seems like you have talented players across the whole tournament, and it's, it's obviously, it's not, it's not crazy to think or to see a, a 16 beat a one anymore. It happens. And it just happened. So I'm, I'm, I like that. I like it being more competitive. Um, I mean, it didn't happen as often, like you said, when I was around one did not lose the 16 as much. And then when you get down to the sweet 16 and the final eight, you would always have what three ones or four ones and then a couple of twos. Uh, but it's more right. competitive. Now you see these youngsters going to different schools and you see Furley Dickinson and these guys like, who is these guys? But they can play. So I, I, I much love this more competitive uh, tournament than uh, like a blowout tournament. Yeah, hey, it, it kills the brackets if you're filling out brackets, but uh, I mean, it's just guessing, right? I told my bracket up first, you know, first week, first game. <laughs> Me too. I was I was screwed after the first game. Um, Larry, I, I want to get to DirecTV. One, one more question, though. How often, and I, I might watch this more than you, how often do you go back and do you watch the four-point play from 99? The, the, the view from the, like, the That's my best. That's the, that's the best view. I've never team. seen it, it, it. You know what? I, I think, Larry, it's that nobody agrees on anything anymore. But to see everybody feeling that joy, that pure joy together, man, that was so cool. Do you actually go back and watch that? I never go back and watch it. But whenever it's on, I don't turn away, though. <laughs> you know, because, you know, I'm back in the garden watching games and they always show it. But I never turn away. But, no, I don't go back and watch it. If I'm on social media and somebody posts it, yeah. I definitely watch the whole thing. And that's my bet. I love that view from the top when everybody it's at the same the time. The greatest. I love it. It's it's so it. cool. What did I'm sure you've talked about this. What did Chris tell you? Did, did he say, hey, you, you've still got to make the free throw? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it was, I don't know what I was doing at the time. I knew I was fouled. So I don't know why we ran back the other way. Right. But Chris grabbed me. It was all Chris child, chili child. Like, man, what the You cussed me out. We got a free throw to make over here, brother. That's so. That's too good. All right, uh, let's talk about DirecTV. This is a um, this is a, a very cool partnership because it actually has something to do with. Speaking of the NCAA tournament, why don't you tell us about what you have going on with DirecTV, Larry? Well, you know, I partnered with the DirecTV for business, and uh, you know, like you said, this time of year is for a basketball fan. It's the greatest time of year, and then oh, they have over three hundred thousand uh, bars and restaurants around the country where we can go check out the Sweet Sixteen. That's why I'm here in Vegas, and also being here in Vegas, partnered with DirecTV for 
for business and big chicken and we're making a, a donation to the shaquille o'neal foundation that, that's absolutely incredible uh larry thank you so much for your time uh an absolute thrill for me as a uh, as a as a big knicks fan admittedly uh, to talk to you and i appreciate your time and, and the uh the direct tv partnership is is absolutely awesome thank you larry no problem always cool to talk to a knicks fan Mojo, before we go to break, we got some sad news right after we hung up with Larry Johnson. New York Knicks legend Willis Reed has passed away at the age of 80 years old. Mojo, uh, Willis was, simply put, he was the greatest Nick of all time. And for Knicks fans in the 70s, he was the guy. He was the captain. Now, Willis had been battling some health issues. He had congestive heart failure that he had been battling. And uh, sadly, it, it took him at the age of 80. Now, Mojo... Uh, we, you know, not only was Willis Reed uh, an NBA MVP, he was uh, leading the Knicks in 1970 and 1973 when the Knickerbockers last won an NBA title. And he was just, he was the greatest. Nobody will ever wear his number 19 again. And he's probably, Mojo, and I know you know this, best known for uh, the 1970 NBA Finals, New York Knicks versus the LA Lakers. Uh, the series was tied game seven title on the line. Now, Willis had suffered a really bad thigh injury, and nobody thought he was going to be able to play in the deciding game. What do you know it, though? On that MSG court during warm-ups, Willis runs onto the court. Now, in the game, he scores the first two baskets. Those were the only points he scored the whole game, but it was enough to fire up to inspire his Knicks teammates to the 113-99 victory over, listen to this, over Wilt Chamberlain, Jerry West, Elgin Baylor, three of the greatest basketball players ever, and the rest of the great uh, Lakers team. And the Knicks, of course, won the championship. Then, like we said, three years later, they win again in 1973. Now, the Knicks were just at the Garden. They were celebrating the 50th anniversary. Unfortunately, Willis wasn't feeling good enough to get to MSG, but uh, he made a, a video message for the fans, and uh, that number 19 is, uh, is always going to hang in the rafters at the world's most famous arena. Willis Reed, rest in peace. Lionel Messi was back in Argentina, uh, went out to a nice, quiet dinner Monday night. Nah, nah it wasn't quiet at all, Mojo. So uh, PSG, of course, that's the uh, the team that, uh, that Lionel plays for, his club team. They were in Argentina. They are playing a friendly match uh, over the next few days. So he said, hey, let's go grab a bite to eat, Mojo. I have never seen an athlete swarm by more fans than Lionel Messi was Monday night at a restaurant in Argentina. Watch this. Insane. Hundreds, maybe thousands of people. That that's thousands of people, Babcock, <laughs> for sure. That's thousands, dude. Yeah. Did that whole thing start while he was at dinner? Did he like sit down at the table and then maybe one of the waiters just leaked out that he was there, and then instantaneously a mob of that size appears? <laughs> My goodness. 
I guess it makes sense when you were just the MVP of the World Cup and brought home the gold for your country. My goodness, crowds like that just instantaneously (laughs) appear. Look at that place. That's so insane. But it's warranted. He earned it. He earned it for them. No, I think you're right. Look, he was obviously the most famous athlete in Argentina. I mean, period. A current modern athlete, period. No question about it. But him winning the World Cup against France in, in the, the way that they did and as exciting as that final was, it was a great World Cup, period. I mean, that that elevated him to a status that I don't think we've ever seen anybody like this. I mean, you can look back and you can see Michael Jordan swarmed by fans. You'll never see anything like that. I mean, that is a, a different level of admiration from your Argentinian people. It's insane. I mean, what I would say was that's really dangerous. I'm happy that he got out of there okay and that he wasn't crushed if you're just listening to this go to the tmz sports website and see but like i thought maybe hundred definitely thousands i think mojo's right thousands and thousands of people out there and i've never seen anything like that i think it's it's safe to say that lionel messi is the world's biggest athlete and there's really no debate about it you, you don't get lines like that. You don't get crowds like that when you go out to you eat in L.A. See. Babcock. You should see when I go to eat. Yeah, yeah nobody. Sometimes every, every once in a while I have one guy come up to me and say, hey, man, I like watching you on CMZ Sports. But, yeah, no, nothing like that yet, yet Mojo, yet. It, it's because they're afraid to approach <laughs> you. That's what it is. The hair is too beautiful. Coming up next on TMZ Sports, snub or no snub? Did Kyrie Irving diss Memphis Grizzlies star Dylan Brooks after the game when the two guys nearly swapped jerseys? We are going to hear from the future NBA legend. Mojo and I are going to discuss. That's next on TMZ Sports. Welcome back to TMZ Sports, Mike and Mojo. Mojo, last night Kyrie Irving, he uh, he snubbed Dylan Brooks after <laughs> the Memphis Grizzlies defeated the Dallas Mavericks 112 to 108. But he says it wasn't intentional. So Mojo, here's the deal. And uh, if you've watched NBA games, obviously, not just NBA games, it happens in all professional sports. Players will swap jerseys after the game. Kind of a show of respect. You get yourself a cool little piece of memorabilia. Well, last night, there wasn't so much of a jersey swap as there was Kyrie Irving giving his jersey to Dylan Brooks, but not wanting Dylan Brooks' jersey in return. So, Mojo, uh, you see the two men there embrace each other. Now, Kyrie hands his jersey to Dylan. Now, when Dylan, and you'll see it here, he attempts to give his jersey to Kyrie, Kyrie does not take it. Now, a lot of people have said, whoa, that was a big snub on Kyrie's part. He didn't want anything to do with Brooks' jersey. Well, after the game, this started to become a big thing on social media. Kyrie Irving, of course, was asked about it by the media, and he says, no, no disrespect intended. Watch this. Dylan Brooks made a gracious offer to you to swap jerseys. He ended up with the earth. Why didn't you want his? Yeah, uh, I saw that after the game. I'll probably get it next time. Play again next time, not this time. I was really on to the next thing, my thought process wise. So <laughs> he's gonna get it next time. Oh no, <laughs> brutal. 
Well, hold on a second here, Babcock. What's the protocol for the post-game jersey swap? Anyway, you give it to the first guy that calls dibs, you know? Like, what if you want to take your own jersey home with right. you? You're just expected to cough it up to the first person. Oh, and we've seen, Mojo, we have seen guys say no. Aaron Rodgers said no. I think it was his uh, last game, as a matter of fact. one of being his last game in Green Bay. He said no because, right, there are some special jerseys. Now, this is sort of a nondescript uh, regular season game. I don't know that it had any significant importance to Kyrie, but you're right. We have seen guys say know in the past of course no matter what some people will be upset with those players for wanting to keep their own jerseys which is absolutely crazy but this situation Babcock is so much worse all right for Kyrie it would not have been as bad if he took that man's jersey and didn't give his back it's right. so much worse the fact that he gave his jersey to that man and did not want his back. <laughs> Treated him like a fanboy. Oh my God, the disrespect. Now, if he didn't intend on doing that, if it really was just caught up in the post game, there's a lot of players out there. You got to get in all your highs and shake all your hands so they're not upset at you about that part of it then that's certainly a validated thing. But, oh, man, I guess even if you don't want the jersey, you should just take it anyways yeah. and just give it to someone Like, give it back. to a kid, right? I mean, look, the reality is that Dylan Brooks, and he gets a lot of attention. He's a relatively young guy, and he's like an agitator. He's like a Draymond Green type of player. He and Kyrie are in different universes. Kyrie Irving scores near 30 points a game. Dylan Brooks scores 14, like three rebounds, three assists. Kyrie's putting up six assists a game, five rebounds, and again, he's doubling his point total. So these two guys are in different leagues. Kyrie is a, is a Hall of Fame type talent, and Dylan Brooks isn't. So, look, from that standpoint, they're not really peers of one another, but you're right. Man, maybe just take the jersey and give it to a kid next time. Jimmy Garoppolo finding out that there are perks to being the Las Vegas Raiders quarterback. Because in Nevada, brothels are legal, Mojo. And one of the most famous brothels, uh, the Chicken Ranch. Well, two of the women, uh, of the workers, the beautiful workers uh, down there at the brothel have made quite the offer to Jimmy G. Mojo. And that offer was free sex forever. Yep. Uh, if Jimmy Garoppolo wants it, uh, they have uh, said, hey, Jimmy, come down whenever you want to and uh, we will take care of you because we want you to win in Las Vegas. So uh, the two women are Caitlin Bell and Alice Little. Alice Little uh, gave us a quote. Here's what she said. Jimmy brought the Niners to the Super Bowl and he could do the same for the Raiders. The next big game is in Vegas, so I'm going all the way to inspire Jimmy to go all the way. Uh, yeah, Mojo, quite the offer, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Quite the offer, and it might lead to a job because I think the Raiders might need to uh, place these ladies on the coaching staff. Maybe <laughs> recruiting director. <laughs> I don't see this being the last time an offer like this arises yeah. in Vegas, and I'm just going to say I think there's a lot of free agents wow. in the league that might uh, consider this offer. If that's a for-life situation... Hey, I think that's enough to swerve some players. Uh, oh, I think so, too. I, oh, yeah, I, I think you're right. 
And Mojo, you probably remember Jimmy G. He may or may not have a thing for women in uh, in the sex industry. Remember back in 2018, one of my favorite ever TMZ sports clips. That is Jimmy Garoppolo and adult film star Kiara Mia. Now, sadly, and I hope that this was going to blossom into a beautiful relationship and maybe we'd even get marriage and kids out of it. We didn't. Uh, but they went on a date in Beverly Hills out here in L.A., and uh, yeah, now if uh, if he's interested, Jimmy G, Google Maps, the Chicken Ranch. You're welcome, brother. Maybe that's why they thought he was attainable. They they knew he had a history in the business. All right, Mojo, we're just about out of time. We got a good one tomorrow. We are going to talk to a Packers great. Hall of Famer Leroy Butler. Now, I think most fans, including myself, Mojo, believe that when four-time NFL MVP Aaron Rodgers is ultimately traded to the New York Jets, and I would be floored if that doesn't happen, even if it takes a little bit of time. Most people believe that they are not just a playoff team with A-Rod, but they are a legit Super Bowl contender, Mojo. But not everybody. Uh, tomorrow, Leroy Butler, he does not believe that it is a foregone conclusion that the Jets are even going to be any good with Aaron Rodgers. Maybe it's sour grapes, but maybe this guy who knows more football than just about anybody out there, maybe he actually sees something with Aaron Rodgers. We're going to get into this tomorrow with Leroy Butler, Mojo. And I think for all the other teams in the AFC East, I think they're probably going to like what this man has to say. And that, for those fans at least, will be pretty great. Yeah, pretty great. And that should probably make tomorrow the best show since Tana!